Men, you've been waiting a long time. Are you ready? This is the Battle Podcast. Podcast. What up, man, and welcome to The Battle. I'm your host, John Durham. And I'm your co-host, Ray Ray Alday. Ray Ray Alday. <laughs> What's going on, Ray? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Getting a little bored being locked up in the house right now with this whole uh, COVID-19 going on. But hanging in there, man. Getting some getting some honeydew list done. Honeydews, yep. Uh, I'm lucky my wife's out of town, so I don't have a whole lot to do. Oh, other yeah. than try to feed myself. Yeah, until she gets home. Yeah, I don't know what that ravioli, uh, <laughs> cereal, bread and eggs is what we're doing at our house. Breakfast of champions. The good thing, though, is she left me with my daughter. So I guess I'm going to be all right. She feels safe that way. But there uh, you go. You know, I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited about what we're getting ready to embark upon here, man. This is the first ever battle podcast. And it's our first time coming together and talk about the things that really matter. With no restrictions. With no restrictions. And, and you know what I love about this, dude, is we're going to sit down like two guys just having a candid conversation about things that men deal with on the reg. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that we deal with in the workplace, in the home, uh, in the church, just in society in general. And what better place to start with this podcast with the battle? I mean, I agree. Because the reality of it, I think you'll agree with me too, is there are a lot of dudes out there have no idea they're in a battle right now. Oh, so true. So true. And this is going to be delivered with no rainbows, no cotton candy, no sprinkles. It's going to come at you. Real deal. Holyfield. Yeah. Because I mean, I've been in, involved in men's ministry now for t- 12 years and you know, to some degree, you always feel like you get some restraints and some shackles on you to make sure that you stay within this, the parameters of what people put you under. But I'm feeling really good because I'm breaking out of the bottle. I'm breaking out of the out of the box. And tonight it's about getting real about what really matters. And the reality of it is right now is we got a lot of dudes hanging out there that are just getting wiped out. Exactly. And they don't even realize it. A lot of them just have no idea that they're even in a battle right now. They're just completely blind to it all. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I guarantee you there are guys right now that are listening to this right now. And they're going battle. What, what are these dudes talking about? I mean, these guys are sitting there on, the, on a radio uh podcast talking about a battle but the reality of it is is we know that the battle is real oh yeah we're getting hit from all different angles too we're getting hit from social media we're getting hit from tv we're getting hit from you know our even our pastors and preachers you know it's all being kind of softened up for us and uh kind of putting blinders on i feel well and and the reality of it is we got to just cut the crap and get through all the bull and get right to the heart of the matter and the reality of it is is we got to wake up as men exactly and that's kind of what I want to do. And I know this is what you're about, too, is is spending this time talking about what can we do as men to wake up to the reality that we're in the midst of a daily grind and a daily battle in our lives. And, and what does that look like? So, yeah. Number one, take the blinders off and open your eyes. It's, yeah. a, it's around every corner. Well, we know that, you know, as, as believers and this, you know, this podcast isn't just for Christians by any means. It's for all men. But for you and I as believers, we, we're grounded in our faith. So a lot of times when we turn to things, we have to look at things from a biblical standpoint. And we know as Christian men what the Word says about the battle. Right. I mean, and that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to uh, tie in our worldly battles with uh, Scripture. So we're going to try to armor you guys with, with some, uh, some Scripture, uh, give you something to go back to every time you start to see these battles come come take place. You'll have a. We'll try to give you some scripture to arm yourselves with, that you'll know. Okay, here's a battle. Boom. The scripture says this. Boom. Here's where I stand. 
and the practicality of life. I mean, this is about life application, right? So, I mean, uh, we, we want to talk about, you know, recognition, awareness, uh, how to deal with these things. But, you know, let's talk a little bit about what it actually looks like. What does a battle look like and how does it manifest in our lives as men? Well, uh, as, as men in real life, you know, battles can be deep, complex, short, quick. They can be long drawn out. They can come at you from anywhere and everywhere. Come at you from your wife, come at you from your coworkers, come at you from, you know, anybody, the, the guy at the Seven Eleven that, you know, you opened the door for or didn't open the door for. It can happen anywhere and everywhere. There's some small, some big, some short and some long. Yeah, you're right. And, and the reality of it is, is that we've got all these different things going around us at all at all these different times in our lives throughout the course of our day or whatever. But, you know, when I sit back and think about where does a battle actually really manifest, uh, you know, if I'm going to be real and I just, I'm not here to hurt anybody's feelings, but maybe I am. But the reality of it is it starts with you. I mean, True. there's a lot of guys that are out there right now that are really good at pointing fingers. Yep. You know, we want to blame the media. We want to blame our wives. We want to blame our kids. We want to blame the world. You know what I mean? We want to blame the job, the boss. And at the end of the day, really, <laughs> it's, it's us. us. <laughs> it's mean, us. You know, I mean, it's so much easier, though, to blame somebody else. You know, it's like take responsibility for my own actions or lack of actions or blame someone else. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, let's blame somebody else. I don't have any me. I'm right. not the problem, right? Not me. You did that. But the reality of it is, and we both know, and so many other guys know, if they sit back and they and they look at it from, from an honest standpoint in their lives that, hey, I am the problem. Because, you know, if we look at it, the biggest issue that we struggle with as men is selfishness. True. I mean, it's, it's rooted in selfishness. Well, fear is another one, but selfishness, right? Uh, and it's all a manifestation of fear anyway. But, you know, selfishness tends to be that thing that kind of resonates in all of us. And we have to battle with ourselves. You know, the, the word tells us to, to die into ourselves. And we're supposed to do that on a daily basis. Right. And as, Go ahead. And speaking of the word, um, I'm going to give you a little scripture here on what uh, what the Bible says a battle is. So we've got Ephesians 6, 12. It says, uh for our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but against the rules, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's the biblical battle. And we know who wrote that, right? We know who wrote that. That was Paul, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, listen, guys, it's real. Yeah. I mean, we, we can tell ourselves whatever we want to tell ourselves. We can make excuses. We can point fingers, whatever it may be. But we are in a battle. And this battle rages 24-7 every day of the week. It doesn't relent. The enemy doesn't stop. But the reality of it is, and what I want guys to get their heads wrapped around the most, Ray, is because most guys won't do this. They won't, they won't allow themselves to do this because they're scared. You need to look at you. Amen. Yep. Because we ultimately have the greatest, the greatest gift, the greatest power of all, and that's the power of choice. Yep. God says he gave us free will, right? So we get to choose whatever decisions we make. Now, we're going to have to understand what the ramifications of those or the consequences of those decisions are, but ultimately, we get to choose it. So it's 100% on us. Or not making a decision, which is a choice also. Well, well yeah. You know that uh -oh. You know that reminds me of, right? This takes me right back to Genesis, man. You know, this is the, 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 the one that men like to throw out there all the time. Well, you know the woman. She no. took the apple, man. Mm. She didn't eat that apple. Everything would have been good, man. Well, hold the time out, right? Adam was right there. <laughs> Adam was, God put Adam in, guard, in charge of the garden. Yep. And everything in it. Yep. You know, God gave Eve to Adam as a gift. So he was responsible for Eve. And there's Adam while the enemy's manipulating his wife, standing there doing nothing. 
right? Right. And so, and not only did he do nothing and allow her to do what she did, he turned around and followed suit. Yep. So, I mean, at the end of the day, and, and what's the first thing he does? This, this is that blows my mind, right? What's the first thing he does when God comes in the garden looking for him? Blames God. <laughs> Blames God. And he's that like, woman, that woman you gave me. Yeah, he's like that woman. That woman you gave me. So now he's blaming God and he's blaming a woman. So what's the what's the one person he's not blaming? Himself. Right. And so it started a long time ago. It started with the first man, Adam, and it, it's it's no different today. So no. Nope. Um, and, and how that looks today, nowadays, you know, we can we can actually take that story and apply it to today easily. You know, because there's I know there's been many times me personally that. There's been something my kids wanted to do, and my wife was cool with it, and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of backed off, let her make the decision, and then when it blew up, guess what I did? Hey, that was you. You decided that, not me. Wasn't me. Didn't do. I didn't do it. I didn't do hey, it. I got no skin in the game. I'm washing my hands with this, right? That's it. But it, that was that was an example of the lack of decision making. That was still a decision. You know, I decided not to enforce what I knew was right or what I felt was right, and let. It go about, and then what I do first thing it is blame her. Well, you know it's it's cool that what I just got out of what you said is is you made a decision not to make a decision exactly. So ultimately, you made a decision regardless. Bingo. You know, so yeah, I mean that that's really what it comes down to is taking responsibility for the decisions that we make. Yep, or don't make. You know, because you know, we from our from our perspective, we we have the blessing and the gift to be able to go into the Word and look at God's Word and be able to walk, manifest that into our lives as Christians as believers. There's a lot of dudes out there right now that <laughs> they're not Christians. They don't read the Bible. They don't go to church. They're not a part of uh, you know men's and even guys. Let's be real. I mean, there are guys that are a part of those things that are struggling big time too. Oh yeah, man. They they carry it all on their shoulders, man. They feel like it's all on them. And right. that, and that's where you start to get the selfishness of, man, I've been working so hard. I've been trying to feed this family. I've been trying to do this. I'm just going to sit here and not do anything. Yeah. And well, you know, that's self-entitlement that comes with it, right? That's it, well, exactly. it goes back to what we talked about from the very beginning, selfishness, right? Right. I deserve this. Yep. So let's talk about the responsibility we have as men to recognize that these battles are actually here. I mean, it is a responsibility. We, we can make pretend or try to ignore these things or try to act like they're not there. But at the end of the day, they're there. They're real. Yes. And we have a responsibility not only to ourselves, not only to, well, let me back that up. We have a responsibility to God, to ourselves, to our wives, to our children, to anybody that we're put in contact with. We have a responsibility there to make sure that we're engaged in the battle. Right. And if you don't have wives or children, you know, you're still responsible to God, to yourself and to those around you. You know, it's it doesn't just affect your family. If you haven't started your family yet, you're responsible for other followers or even people who aren't followers yet on how to get them there. So when right. you see them slipping, you got to step up and help. Well, I mean, you, I think back a lot of times, <laughs> this reminded me when I was a kid growing up, you know, you could see who who were the mentors in, in these young people's lives. Like my cousins, I had an uncle that liked to come over and he would smoke and smoke uh, weed and drink beer and all those things. And, you know, I had two cousins that were very close to him. They grew up drinking beer, smoking weed and smoking cigarettes and partying because the example that was set forth from them from a man, that's what a man did. Right. Drank, smoke, chased women. I mean, that was, and so the reason I'm saying that is because even though you're not a believer, maybe you don't go to church, you still have a responsibility to the people that that you're put in front of because there are young people that are very influential. They're going to walk the way, watch the way that you walk out your life and how you treat your wife, how you treat your kids, uh, how you treat your parents, how you walk things out as a man. Right. And uh, you know, a lot of I'll be honest with you, a lot of the influences in my life weren't godly influences coming up. Right. But I learned a lot of things about hard work and dedication and 
and showing up and being on time and those type of things from other men. Yeah. And what we need to do is we need to look back and go, you know, did I enjoy that? Did I like the way, you know, he handled that? Did I like the way my uncle handed that? Did I, did I like the way, you know, this went down? And if you don't like it, if you don't think it's right, you have the choice to change it. You have to make that choice. You have to say, look, you know what? I didn't like that. That wasn't right. Or if you see something somebody else do that you like better, you know, a more of a more positive, you know, path, that's when you say, hey, how do you do that? How do you get there? And that's our responsibility, you know, is to help guide those people. Well, that's where the battle starts. Bingo. You know, that that's where the battle starts right there because you've got to make the decision, okay? Do I want to go this way or do I want to go that way? I've seen what this what this way brings and what, what it's going to yield me. I've, and I see what this way is going to bring and what it yields me. What is that I'm ultimately looking for? Right. And those who aren't Christians, you know, they're, they're going to learn that our ways don't work. The man, the, the God, not the godly ways, but the human ways just don't work. You know, there's been many times I've made my own decisions and I've wanted to go this way and I wanted to go that way. Never work. God's ways work. And you know, it's funny. <laughs> Even as Christians, we're learning that too. Our, our way doesn't work. Every, we're just as thick as the rest sometimes. That's the truth, man. There, there's, you know, between you and I, there's, there's no, we have no, no degrees. We have no, you know, I don't even know what you call them. You know, we're not deacons. We're not, you know, anything like that. We're just a couple of guys trying to do our best, trying to follow Christ, trying to follow the word. And trying to be the very best man that we can possibly be. That's it. And the reality of it is if you don't have a proper role model, and this is why, you know, Christianity is so important because Christ is the, is the standard, you know, and that's what we look at. We look at, okay, what is the standard of being a man? Well, Jesus is the standard for us. You know, and some people, you know, growing up in their lives, maybe Jesus isn't the focal point of their life. Maybe he hasn't been introduced to them in their life, but there are certain men in their lives that they look at and they go, that's the gold standard. That's who I want to emulate. That's who I want to be like. And the, the reality of it is, is we all know right from wrong. Yeah. We all know what the right thing is to do and what the wrong thing is to do. And so we need to make sure that we're... We're, we're surrounding ourselves with right influences. Yeah, and I know some people are going out there, well, Jesus was perfect. He was the only person that was perfect. You yeah, know, and they, they how, put him on a cross for it. Yeah. How, <laughs> how, how, why should I try to strive to be like Jesus? You can't be like, you know, I, you, nobody can be like Jesus. And you're right. Nobody can be like Jesus. But I had an old teacher tell me one day, he says, hey, it's better to aim for the stars than miss than aim for a pile of crap and hit. That's right, man, because you come out stinking. That's it, exactly. So always they call that Manera. Yep, Manera. Manera. Always aim high. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's amazing to me that we have so many men that are out there right now, Ray, that just don't understand what's going on. Right. And, 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 you know, ultimately, it's it's not even their fault. Right. It really isn't because they've never been taught. And I'm going to say something right now that may offend some people, but this is the truth. Even the church, to some degree, is doing a poor job of teaching them. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here and we got guys that are, are trying to understand what it is to be a man. And we have lost the sense of mentorship in the churches. Uh, most churches don't have men's groups. Uh, we don't make men a focal point at the church. Uh, and then, you know, you have a bunch of men that feel insignificant, that don't feel like they have the ability to lead. They don't know how to lead and they, they need help. Right. And so, you know, I'm hoping that as we continue forward with this podcast, that we're going to help men see things from a different perspective and give them the tools that they need and the encouragement and, 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 the, and the courage that they're going to need to move forward to try to be the best, the best person that they can possibly be for not only just themselves, but for everybody they're put in contact with. I mean, look, we all got bad days. We all have things that happen, but at the end of the day, we have to walk things out with integrity, morality. Uh, we need to make sure that we treat people with respect. 
We need to make sure that we're taking care of and providing for our families. I mean, these are things that men, you know, I think that we we understand those parts of it about taking care of a family, but we think that's just, just a financial responsibility. Yeah, it's way more than it's that. Way more than that. Believe me, I, I, you got two girls, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I got a boy and a girl. And so we both know it's way more than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And uh, I'm going to touch on something you said earlier, uh, giving them the tools, giving these guys out here the tools to to fight these battles. Well, you know, you being a you know military person, where'd you get all your tools? Well, I got a feeling you're getting ready to take these boys to the armory. Getting ready to go to the armory. <laughs> so what we're going to do here in the armory section, you're going to see, we're going to try to give you guys some, uh, some scriptures, some uh, stuff that you can resort back to when you find yourself in these battles. You know, something to um, give you just a split second to take a deep breath and try to remember these scriptures and how to handle the particular battle that you're in at that moment. So that's what we're going to do to try to get you to um, get try to get you to get some um, some tools, some armory. You know, so that's one way to fight these battles. And the best place to get these tools is, of course, the Bible, the Word of God. I mean, that's it. And um, during these times, uh, I, I think of Ephesians six eleven, you know, and that right there is put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Devil's schemes come at you from all different places, man. You know, it's on TV, it's on the radio, it's on the billboards as you drive down, as you're driving to work. The devil's schemes will come at you in your sleep. They will definitely come to you during your sleep, man. There's been times I've woken up dreaming about, you know, Stuff that I remember when I was 13, 14 years old, going, whoa, where did that come from? That does not belong in there. You know, real quick, I mean, the other part of it I think about is, is when David fought Goliath. Yeah. You know, when he came in, Saul offered him his armor. Mm-hmm. And, and and people say, well, well, he didn't put on Saul's armor because it was too big or too cumbersome or whatever. Well, the reality of it is, is David had never worn armor. Right. So, you know, he didn't know how to move and maneuver and, 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 and you know, how to attack and how to fight in armor. And one thing I like, I want to bring up that, hits with me on that is that we can't be your armor. You know what I mean? Nobody can be your armor for you. You are responsible for yourself. You must put on your own suit of armor. You must learn these verses yourself. You must have, you are responsible for yourself. Nobody else can protect you. You have to protect yourself. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that drive me crazy is when guys are, well, man, you're reading your Bible. Oh, I just don't understand it. Or no, well, bro, you got to get in the fight. I mean, if, if, <laughs> You, you mentioned being in the military. Well, you go to boot camp, right? Yep. They, they teach you how to fight. They teach you how to use weapons, right? Yep. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're going to give you the weapons. We're going to give you some of the tools, but you've got to institute those things in your daily routine. You can't just say, well, yeah, well, I don't want to read that because it's just too hard or I don't like the Bible. That have. Listen, the excuses are gone. You know, you could pick up a, a, a iPhone right now and you can get any version of the Bible you, you want. Okay, you can get... Any, any, you can get it in plain English if you want it. You can get an audio Bible. People, you don't even have to read it. Somebody will read it for you. So exactly. The days of men saying, you know, they they can't or they don't know how. Those days are over. We got to step up, get up, and man up. Oh yeah, they've got different you know? kinds, like you said. They got all different kinds of Bibles too. They got they got one that's out there, and it's I'm trying to remember what it's called, but it's kind of like a playwright. So it's it's read to you as if it were a play. So that if you don't have, if you can't just sit there and read the word NIV or King James or whatever it is. Have that uh, Bible app read it to you in that playwright type Bible app, so you can kind of get a picture of what's actually happened. Sim- you know, yeah, simplicity. I like the one you have here from Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Ah, 
As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. I, I can't begin to tell you how crucial this is to be engaged in the battle. <laughs> Listen, guys, you don't go to war alone. No. I mean, nobody goes to a gang fight by themselves. Nope. And, and we have too many guys that want to be lone wolves. God did not design us to be a lone wolf. He, he designed us to be uh, running in packs, in, in villages, in prides, and things like that, so that we can come together and, you know, make us stronger and, yeah. and to be able to to learn from one another. As iron shot, hey, that's the thing about iron, man. It's hot. It's got friction. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's painful. But that's what you need in order to get sharpened. That's it, exactly. If everything was all, you know, rainbows and sunflowers and everything pretty and soft and gentle, you would just turn into a ball of fluff. You, you know what I want to do, though, Ray, before we wrap up this our show today? is I want you to give an example maybe of, of a time that you were under attack and how that manifested in your life and how these tools have helped you. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. This is one of... Uh, one of John's favorite stories. Um, it was a bit tricky for me, but it is one of the times that I actually did it right, you know? And there's way more times that I do it wrong, but this one really jumps in my head because it, it actually did it right. So I was on my way home from work and uh, called my wife. Everything was great, you know, sounded fine. I only worked 10 minutes from the house. Well, within that 10 minutes, by the time I got home, it was World War II going on at the house. Wife well, you was, can say it all hell broke. Oh, hell. <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there was, um, you know, wife's going crazy. Kids are upset. You know, I walk in the house and she turns on me. And at that point is when I had a choice to make. I had a decision to make. I could either fight back. You know what I mean? You don't even ask me how my day went. You don't know what I did. You don't know what I just went through. All this stuff. My day was lousy too. Blah, 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 blah. So I could have I could have even either fought with my wife or fight for my wife. And at that point, I actually got it right and decided to fight for my wife. So I grabbed the kids when she was making dinner. I took them, got them bathed, got them ready for bed. It only took, you know, 15 minutes or so. Bring them out and just everything was nice and calm. <laughs> like it never happened. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It, it is an amazing thing. And, you know, th that's, like I said, there's more that I've lost then I've won. But when you do win, you know, it's a foothold, you know, and then just keep looking at those ones that you win. And when you lose, don't be afraid to go back and apologize, you know, not even just for your wife, but anywhere. It could be at work. It could be, you know, with anything. Well, you made a, a very profound statement. The reason why I love that story so much is that you could either fight with or you could fight for. Yeah. Just choose the battle you want. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, that's so crucial for us as men. Guys, you've got to pick your battles. You know, we all go through difficult times. We're all in the midst of something going on. We all have tragedy and struggles and work and things that happen. But we've got, as men, God expects us to step back, evaluate what's going on, and fight for the things that are worth fighting for. Right. And, you know, we have to understand our wives, our children, they're not our enemy. You know, they're a gift. They're a blessing that God's given us. And we're we're responsible to take care of them, to provide for them, to be the rock for that family. You know, there are going to be times when we're weak and we're weary and we can't fight like we want to. You know, there are times that my wife has had to step in and fight for me. That, that's what it's about being in, in, in a relationship and in a marriage and being a couple. Uh, the same thing goes for other men in your life. You know, there are going to be times that I may be too weak and I need Ray, I need you to step up and fight for me, man. I need help. I need my brothers to, to rally around me and pick me up and push me to the back and lift up their shields and go to war. 
And that's part of it. You know, that's part of the whole iron sharpening iron and, and some of the tools that, that we were talking about earlier. And one of those tools is men's group. You've got to get into a men's group or start a men's group. If you don't have a men's group around, start one. Get a couple guys together. Two guys, three guys, where two or more are gathered. Guess what? He's there. He's there. And the other thing, too, is transparency Transparency is a key to transformation. Yeah. Don't be fake, guys. No, be don't real. Don't fake it till you can make it. Don't try to be something you're not. Be real. Be authentic. That's it. One thing dudes hate the most is fake people. Yeah. You know, I hate plastic. Right. You come at me like you're plastic and you know the, you're trying to be something you're not, you lose me. So let's be authentic to, and be true to who we are and just be real. You know, maybe you're not in a place right now where you can get up and share your life story. Maybe you're not comfortable with talking about what your struggles are. Maybe you're not a Christian at maybe, all. Maybe not. But you need to surround yourself with other people that genuinely care about you. Not a bunch of bobbleheads and a bunch of yes men. There are dudes out there that'll tell you it's okay to do a lot of things. Yep. You need to surround yourself with men that are going to tell you, no, bro, that ain't good. Somebody's going to sharpen that iron, create a little friction, tell you things that you ain't going to want to hear. We all got friends that we know. If we want somebody to agree with us, we know who to call. If we want somebody to tell us the truth, we know who to call. Yeah, and he's always got a couch you can sleep on, but it's always never vacant when you need it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the story of our lives, you know? We yeah. always got that one friend, right? Yep, and you're only going to get that through other men, you know? You're not going to get that through, you know, your wife. Unfortunately, your wife can only do so much for you. Well, it's an unfair expectation to put that on your wife. She's not a man. Correct. And so many guys, and guys, I want you to hear this loud and clear. Your wife is not a man. She is never going to bring you validity, Okay. You can only get that through God or another godly man or another man figure in your life that's going to bring you value. Do not put that unfair expectation on your wives. Don't put it on your children. We got guys out there that they're trying to find their value in their kids. Stop it. You're supposed to give them value. Yep. Not them give you value. That's not how it works. That's it exactly. If you if you can't if you can't find that yourself or through other men, you can't expect it from your wife. She cannot do it. She can't she she's not made to make you happy, to make you whole, to make you, you need to be whole on your own through Christ. He's got to do it for you. He's the only one that can do it. Yeah. So let's uh, quickly wrap up what we've talked about today, because I think it's important to kind of summarize this real quick before we close. Number one, we have to recognize that we're in a battle. True. The battle's real, right? Yes. So, I mean, some of you guys sitting out there, you may think that we don't know what we're talking about, but this is experience that's talking here. Uh, just so you know, I mean, I've been involved in men's ministry for 12 years. I know that Ray's been involved with me. You've been eight now, eight, I think. Eight years. And so we've talked to a lot of dudes. You know, A lot. A lot. So uh, the other thing, too, is is also, you know, understand the responsibility that we have as men in this battle. Not only for ourselves, but as we said earlier, for the people that God has put around us or the people that are in your life. You're responsible for other people. Right. You're responsible for the way that you act and walk things out. And uh, the other part of it, too, is is understanding and taking responsibility that it, you dictate how it unfolds. Right. And what I mean by that is it's, I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to make it right all the time or it's going to go your way. But the way that you walk it out, you can be 100% right and walk it out wrong and you're wrong. Correct. But you can be, you know, if you walk things out right, it may not end the way you want it to, but at least you have the ability to say, I did what I was supposed to do and how I was supposed to do. That's it. Exactly. And then, uh, you know, we know we have how to fight. You know, we know today, well, how do we fight? Well, we, for us as believers, we use scripture and, and we use other, other godly brothers to, to rally around us. For those of you that aren't Christians and you, you don't go to church, you know, surround yourself with other men that have, uh, you know, a heart for you and care about you that want to be the very best, 
want to see you be the very best version of you you can be. Right. Get rid of the bobbleheads. Yeah, and those of you that aren't Christians, you're going to find out that a lot of the scripture that we bring up, you're going to actually kind of go, hey, I'm actually already doing that, or I actually, that's how I feel. So you're going to see that there's a lot of stuff in your life that is going to be biblical that you don't even know it, just like the battles that you don't even know you're in yet. So next week, what, what's our next session? Next session is, are we ready? Oh, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be, because, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I just want to close in saying this. We thank you for the taking your time out to listen to our podcast. We want you to know that there are other men in this fight with you, that you're not in this thing alone, and that it's up to you to step up, to get up, and to man up. Because when you do that, that's when things in your life will truly change. And that, my friends, is where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> <laughs>